The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is brought to you in part by the Pop Insider. The Pop Insider has all the latest in news, merch reviews, and other geeky goodness. Whether you're a wizard, a Sith Lord, or a superhero, fuel your fandom at thepopinsider.com. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. to another episode of Wookiee Radio, as I'm distracted by Derek's uh, subscription boxes in his background. I have to ask him about those <laughs> later. Um, it is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, myself, Mike, and this week we're we're being joined by a couple, uh, I don't know if you would say ice cold podcast hosts, oh, yeah. um, Nick and, and Alec from the Carbonite Convos. How's everyone doing? We're doing great, man. We would just want to say, you know, thank you for having us. We've we've watched the show for a good bit, and we're we're super excited to be on. Yes, same, man. I'm I'm pretty pumped about it as well. Can't thank you enough for having us. Oh, that's awesome. Glad to hear that. Yeah, I, I'm glad. I'm glad you guys, when I put out the call, uh, jumped in. It's just been been quite fun. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we we've been enjoying having different podcasters on. Um, because it, it just helps your listeners find us, our listeners find you guys, get to know other perspectives on the fandom, etc. Yeah, man, we're we're always down to share the love. That's that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. So, um, you guys were saying before show, one of you is in Pittsburgh, which yeah, forget the Steelers. <laughs> Uh, I am not a Steelers fan, though. Let's just get that okay. out there. We're, we're wow, both Bucks fans. Yeah, some somehow I make it by somehow. Don't say you're. It's the only fan. city that's more ravenous about their um, fandom than Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> you are not wrong. It's pretty brutal. Yeah, we're we're both pr- very diehard Bucks fans, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, this year was y'all's year. That it really was. was. It was fun. Um. And then also we have uh, Alec. You said you're from Arizona, right? Yeah, I'm out in Phoenix right now. Okay, cool. Well, Derek, just for you, I'm going to go ahead and get it done and out of the way. About, <laughs> hey, it's done. It's over with. Then we don't have to worry about it anymore. Just for you. We don't have to continue. We just had to listen to it and that's it. Yeah, no. Oh. <laughs> um, so we're going to play a round of Smuggler's Feud. It's kind of our icebreaker. Uh, the, rules, the rules are, and I still don't have them written down. We play, each side gets an answer each round. Highest answer wins in the case of a tie. And a tie would be we either sweep the card or in a round, both teams get three strikes. Obviously, if one team gets three strikes and the other team doesn't, in the round, then the team who didn't get the third strike or strike out is your winner. Sounds good. So I have three cards in front of me. Uh, <laughs> you really should pre-record that. I know I should. So much easier for you. I know. I got to sit down and really. 
Well, that is kind of my only, the only joy I get out of this game is hearing Mike struggle <laughs> through the rules. <laughs> uh, um, hey, we all do it. We all do it. Right, now, here's a real question. Do you change the rules each week to so you know you have the advantage on your guests? No. <laughs> Not on purpose. Well, if you did, we would have a lot more wins. That's a good point. There you yeah. go. <laughs> right now, the score is Wookiee Radio 15, other creators 16. Uh oh. So Uh-oh. I have three cards. One, two, and three. No pressure. Let you guys yeah. make your pick. Which card of so, doom do you want? Alec, um, I'm feeling two. I don't know about you. I was, I was feeling three. We can go with three. We're taking One three. it is. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> we will take three. Okay. Name a Star Wars creature that you should not, should not try to pet. Seven answers on the board. A Star Wars creature that you should not try to pet. And to be honest, it's kind of hard without looking up names because I have some creatures in mind, but there's so many that – Alec, what are, you, are you thinking anything specific? Uh, I mean I think the first thing off my head is, is a wampa. That's a good one. Um, so do we get that one answer for you know this round? Yes. Okay. Worth um, answering. I'm good to go with Wampa. That's a good one. Number two. Hey, there we go. Oh, a round of applause there. Wookie Radio. First thing that jumped in my head was a crate dragon, but I don't think that would actually make it into this. That might be a little too too deep. Yeah, a little too deep. I was thinking of a rancor. Yeah, I like that one. They might have us. Go with the rancor. Going rancor. Number yep. one answer. Oh, man. Yeah. Good we usually guess. don't get the number one answer. Yeah, neither do we. Okay, game over. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Back over to Carbonite Combos. All right. Um, Alec, I I think we should go with one of the Attack of the Clones um, animals, the... The, uh, what the Nexu? It's like that tiger type of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the. I'm not sure if it'll be in there, but are you good with that? Sounds good to me. All right, we're gonna go with Nexu. That's good. Oh, all right. Wow. Well, I'm not gonna say a reek then. <laughs> True, but Anakin was pretty good. Good with him. Yeah. He also has the Force, though. We do not. Well, that's you of. Yeah. Again, the thing you have to remember with this game is it's not exact, um, not necessarily the deep cuts are probably not going to really show up on on the board. Yeah, this is basically so you got to kind of think a little more shallow about it. Yeah, true. <laughs> this is more of a family game night game, not a um, the greatest Star Wars fans in the world only. <laughs> no, true. Very true. A what? A Wookiee. What do you think, Derek? Yeah, that works. Chewbacca, right. number four. All right. Um, Back over to the CC. See, I was thinking Bantha, but I don't think they're too – they're that harmless. Yeah, they, they're a little – I feel like they're on the friendlier side. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to lean more towards um, the original trilogy right now. Mm-hmm. Alec, did you have do you have anything in mind? Um, not. Let me let me see. What's the name of that? Uh, and I'm blanking on it. Uh, the name of that worm thing that uh, that when they're escaping on the Falcon. I'm not sure the name. That I don't know. That seems a little. Most people refer to it just as a space slug. Yeah, space slug. Um. Shoot. See, I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, pretty dangerous ones. Um, one. So, like, you know, I'm sure Ewoks out of the question because they're not they're not that bad. Um, but do you, but do you want do you want to piss off an Ewok, though? Do you want to pet? Right, do you want to do you want to do you want to get inside its zone and <laughs> get on its bad side? Was on the list. Wait, what would you say? Wookie is on the list. Okay. Um, now, 
Alec, what do you think about this? I was kind of thinking Gamorian. I wasn't thinking that until the until Wookie was said. Are they are they classified as a creature? I think so. I'd, I guess. Say, I'd say if a I'd say if a Wookie was a Gamorian would would right. would be. Good. All right, let's go with Gamorian. Mm. All right. What do you Alec think? Slacking. Yeah, but mine's guaranteed not to be on the list. So. So far, three answers: Rancor, Wampa, and Chewbacca. I have a thought that the creature would be on, but I don't know if everybody would know its name. Which one? Uh, monkey lizard. Oh, Kowakian. Yep, Kowakian monkey lizard. So we can go with that. I don't know if it'll be there, but uh, I guess I don't know. I know everybody would know the creature, but I don't know if yeah. they'd necessarily know its name. But Let's give it a shot. Okay, Alec. Um, I know it's more of a character than a creature, but I was thinking Hut. That's actually good. I was thinking like a Blurg. But See, the only reason I, w- I actually thought Blurg, but, but they're kind of domesticated. In thinking of like surface level Star Wars, yeah, I don't think. So I don't know. What do you think? It was written probably right around the time of the, um, the Force Awakens came out. Which right is around the time of Force so Awakens. That was the that, that was the last movie that came out, probably about the same time as this game. So there's, there, I yeah. think there was one or two sequel era uh, questions, but other than that, mm. it's all before that. So anything from like Mandalorian is not going to be in there. Mm. Okay. All right. Let's go. Hut. Are we? Are we sure? I might as well. All right. Yeah. Let's let's try Hut. Actually, wait, wait, wait. Ooh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, good. All right, we're good. Alec, I have a good one for, for if we survive. So we have Rancor, Wampa, Chewbacca, and Jabba the Hutt. Jabba the Hutt was number seven. Nice. Okay. So specific cre- character names also are possibilities. Mm. I will I will I will say Chewbacca and Jabba were the only ones. Mentioned by name on this card. Well, they tossed him out there. You want to go? You know, throw Ewok out there, Derek? Yeah. Why not? Let's go for an Ewok. Mm. Everybody wants to pet that. Yeah. Too bad. Not on the list. All right, um, Alec. This was specifically from the Force Awakens. I was thinking Rathtar. I'm good with that. You sure? Yep. All right. Let's go, Rathtar. All right. It's very, very rare you get anything out of there. Oh, out of uh, Force Awakens? Yeah. Gotcha. So either Wookiee Radio could still... Well, either way, Wookiee Radio is going to win this. Strike or no strike. Darn. But let's figure out what answer they give. See, one that jumped in my head a while ago was the Minoc, but I don't know if the general Star Wars fan would remember it. Everybody was afraid of it, though. Uh, I love. Yeah, I got nothing else. I love the my as well. I love the Minoc story or uh, the story of the space slug in the uh, from a certain point of view. Empire Strikes Back. That was a good one. That was awesome. Going Minoc. So which one would go, Derek? Minoc or Dianoga? Mm. Again, either of those people would know, but they might not know the name. Yeah. Uh, Right creature, uh, even if it's. Let's go with the Dianaga, the trash compactor monster. Which, by the way, there is a Dianaga in one of the by one of the water fountains in Galaxy's Edge, which is pretty cool. But as, really, yeah, but as That's super cool as the result to one to the answer of Dianaga. <laughs> but Wookie Radio still takes the win. So did we get four correct no. in total? One, two, yes, four. So the final three, Bantha, number six. Really? Number, uh, number five, Crate Dragon. Oh. on there. No kidding. Eight people said Crate Dragon. Number three, number three, Sarlacc. That's so uh, Oh, I totally Sarlacc. forgot about this. That's a good point. So. Good game, guys. Good game. So. Tell us a little bit about how Cobernite Convos got started. Yeah, so um, 
I feel like I've told this story a lot. So I, I pretty much, I pretty much have it. it yeah. I pretty much have it down to a, down to a point. So we, it, it had been a nugget of an idea between us for a while. Um, just because, you know, I'm a, uh, I was a communications major, so I've always kind of been interested in that field, but my main passion in life is Star Wars and Marvel. Um, so me and Alec had thrown the idea around and me and him were visiting my family in Florida in in late May of 2020, uh, during the pandemic. And, I, I think we spent like a week, week and a half down there. And the original plan was to go to Galaxy's Edge, go to Tampa Bay Comic Con. It was going to be, it was going to be a hell of a week. Um, but everything got canceled, you know, for, um, for good reasons. Um, so during that time, we just thought that that was the best, the best time to do it. We were both together. It, it gets a little difficult to do things across the country. So, you know, we were together at that time and we just said, there's no better time to do it than right now. So, that point, you know, we made a Buzzsprout account, we made our YouTube channel, made all the social medias and just started plugging away. And from there, it's, yeah, from there, it's, it's history. Okay. It's been super fun though. So y'all, y'all been around since what, May of last year? Yeah, I'd say, I'd say closer to June because I think our first show aired on May 31st or the the 30th or 31st. So we, we tend to say we started in June. So almost a year now. Okay. Yep. Very cool. Yep. Yep. Comes with ups and downs, but it's, you know, it's super fun just doing it every week and uh, just doing all the different reactions, the different short stories. And then we've branched out into doing our, we made a second channel on our collections. That's called uh, Carbonite Collecting. And we have our first video coming out for that on Friday. So that's where we do like unboxings, reviews, um, things like that. And we had those on the original channel, but we thought to kind of segregate the audiences we do better uh, numbers wise if we had everything collecting wise be on one channel and then everything kind of you know nerd fandom related we'd have on you know carbonite combos exactly how it started you know okay what's been a favorite uh favorite episode or favorite moment so far nick i don't know about you bro but one, like, you know, we, we didn't mention it, but we, we grew up together. So we've known each other since we were 12 years old. And, uh, you know, I wasn't actually into Star Wars until about high school. I was never really exposed to it. And then I obviously, you know, fell in love with it once Nick kind of got me into it. Uh, but we would watch everything new that came out together. Every new Marvel movie that come out, we'd, be, we'd go see in theaters together and we just bro, bro down and do our thing. Um, and... For the longest time, you know, we were in college and and living far apart and stuff, so we weren't able to necessarily do that quite as much. Um, so then we started doing the reactions, and we started with the episode of Mando where Ahsoka shows up. But my personal favorite is the finale of Mando when we see when we see Luke show up, just because we both got so emotional, and it was obviously some of the most iconic, uh, you know, theatrical moments out there so far and it was just really really awesome to experience that you know with who i consider to be you know my best friend and brother and able to you know show that and share that on our platform yeah definitely definitely i was gonna go with that to um go more episode wise for me um out that was that was poetic, man. That was great. <laughs> um my favorite and we kind of talked about this um off air a little bit one of my favorite moments was getting Emily Swallow on just because I think that was one of the moments where I truly felt this could really uh, keep building and become something more because, you know, it's it's really easy to make a YouTube channel. It's easy to press record and talk about Star Wars. And we had got, we had gotten left on red by so many – we haven't really gone about getting guests the – too professional way yet we have plans on um you know how we're going to go about getting um you know actors actors actresses um writers all all that um in the future but we started out just messaging people on instagram uh, so i've probably up to this day messaged like maybe 15 to 20 people in total and emily was the only one that got back to me and she was just super nice from start to finish. So getting her on, I really didn't believe that she was going to be on the show until she 
clicked in and I had to <laughs> admit her into the Zoom meeting. Um, so that was a pretty surreal moment seeing a character that we that we've seen on screen in Star Wars and just sitting there being able to talk to her. So that was one of my one of my favorite moments for sure. We a lot of times it's been Twitter or Facebook just reaching out. Really? Um, I haven't thought to do Facebook. I, it's more Twitter for me than it is um, Facebook. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's just, you know, but on Facebook, you know, if they have a website, go to their website, hit the contact. It's way to go. Yep. Um, yeah. I'm surprised by how many of the um, quote unquote celebrities actually run their own account. Yeah. Send them a message. You're usually going directly to them. And if there's someone else you need to schedule through, they'll send you to them next. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what Emily did for us. Um, like I said, she's the only one that has replied so far. Um, but, you know, we're going to keep reaching out and we, we have plans on how to, you know, what we're what we're going to do for getting guests moving forward. Um, and, you know, going to their personal websites was one of them. But we just have so many things that we're trying to get done for the channel that, focusing on getting you know guests really isn't at the top priority it's just the main thing for us right now is just pumping out good content getting a set schedule and um kind of getting some of the more of the foundation laid that we know now let me take a step back what it takes to put a to put a podcast to put a youtube channel out there um i think when we first started we didn't know all the things that we could do at the beginning that would make it easier towards the end. And, you know, that's, you know, something we've learned along the way. So I think we're kind of backtracking and I wouldn't say rebuilding. We're just adding a lot more building blocks. So moving right. forward, the show can grow um, and just kind of flow much easier. Well, uh, I will say y'all's answers are great, but the answer we were looking for was coming on Wookie Radio. But there we go. Uh, I know kidding. we should. Just kidding. When we get when we get asked that by somebody else, that'll definitely be it. Just joking. <laughs> um, since you mentioned having a collector show as well, uh, let's get into Hasbro did a, f- a fan fest last week. You know, with Power Rangers, Ghostbusters, which I want one of the mini Stay Puffed figures that they're selling. Uh, there's a couple I'm interested in. Um, G.I. Joe has some great stuff. Um, you know, all, all the stuff. Yeah, I, I think Transformers has some stuff pop out as well. Well, oh, seeing yeah. that for half a second, um, I got a buddy who's a member of Hasbro Pulse, whatever their um, <laughs> fan thing is you have to be a member of. And um, if you've never heard of the Cybertronic Spree, they're a um, band that actually plays as the Transformers. They're dressed up as the Transformers, and they're actually playing instruments. They are a band. And they actually had a concert as part of the Hasbro Fan Fest. But you had to be a member to see it. Oh, that's cool. Wow. So uh, here are some of the reveals from Fan Fest for Star Wars. Uh, In the vintage collection, gaming greats, um, we have a heavy battle droid from Battlefront. um, Shadow Stormtrooper from The Force Unleashed. I really like that one. And Alec and I aren't big... um you know, figure collectors were more Funko Pops. I, I paid attention to everything coming out that day, but that one really, really stuck out to me. Uh, Scout Trooper from Fallen Order. Oh, that's I, cool. I want the Scout Trooper Commander. Well, go the, buy these. Everybody go buy these, and then maybe there'll be more. Yeah. The Electro Staff <laughs> Purge Trooper from Fallen Order. Uh, in the photo reel reissue wave, Hoth Luke Skywalker with updated colors. Indoor Han Solo with a new coat, Admiral Akbar, and that one's cool. And the Emperor's Royal Guard, the Royal Guard with the um, the helmet you can switch out in the pauldron for the top. Is that turning more into like a Praetorian Guard? That's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. Because I actually I have them pulled up right now, and it, the second helmet almost looks a little more sleek, like you know, like you'd see in a Praetorian Guard. So I. I I think that's what they were going for. Right. Now, these are all three and three quarter inch figs. Yep. Um, See, on that alternate helmet, that's not the first order logo. There's actually a logo on that helmet. This looks like uh, the helmet from uh, one of the comics or from the, uh, was it Crimson Guard, Crimson Empire? 
That's uh, is it something that's possible because they've done a lot of stuff out of the books and comics. Yeah. Or. But we we never see that that head or that helmet in the uh, in the movies or in the at all. It's comics only. No. Yeah. Hard yeah. with any of the royal guards without a helmet either at all. That's true too. Um. Also, too exclusive wise, we have General Antoc Merrick's X-wing with exclusive Antoc Merrick figure. It's a Target exclusive. Are you talking about Black Series or, or which one are you? They, which this one are you is talking vintage, about? vintage collection. Okay. Um, the three and three quarter inch. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I see it. And I do yeah, not remember. These. I do not remember this X-wing. I looked it up. It's a, it's from um, Rogue One. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rogue One. And of course, the X-Wing has a slot where you could put a uh, astromech in. does not come with an astromech, though. That's strange. I think it'd come with something. Yeah. yeah. You would think. Yeah, it is what it is, though. I'm sure they kind of figure people will have an astromech. Yeah, especially oh. for a $100 toy, because the I- Black Series... V- Vehicles like that are huge. But these yeah. aren't these aren't black series. This is the three and three quarter inch. I thought this was black series nope. vintage. Nope, three and ah. three quarter inch vintage. Wow, but it's still fifty bucks then. <laughs> Either way, you're dropping a pretty penny on it. Yeah. Um. Now the vote from the vault reissue fan vote choices are Ahsoka, Republic Trooper, Tank Driver, Star Killer, or Re or Weegray. I'd vote for Ahsoka. They put out a whole lot of her. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed the the Star Killer one. I thought that was, that was super cool. I, yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that one, Nick. Just remember, this is uh, three and three quarter inch, and I mm-hmm. believe this particular Ahsoka will be based on Rosario Dawson. Okay, that's good to mix it up a little bit. So, um, now Black Series, we have. General Lando with a soft goods cape or a thing, which I believe is be a first appearance for her. Uh, Tech from Bad Batch, Zero from Mandalorian, and Koska Reeves, who was played by Sasha Banks in Mandalorian. Nice. I think those are pretty. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. I was going to say, I, I think they're pretty cool, but. If I'm being completely honest, I think those are a little overwhelming, uh, underwhelming for such like a, a big event because, you know, tech's really cool. Um, you know, I know they came out with Wrecker and maybe another one. I don't follow Black Series too too heavily. And I like that Costco Reeves is in it because I it's pretty cool that she's getting a Black Series. But as a whole, I wasn't too impressed with all these. Well, I want to say we have we have Hunter. We have... Uh, Honor. Wrecker. We have Cross Crosshair. Now Tech. I think the only one not introduced is Echo. Yep. Have we had Echo before Bad Batch, though? The non Bad Batch version? Not in Black Series. Okay. Now, do you guys collect um, Black Series or, or the Vintage Collection or like a little of, of everything? Little, I collect a little bit of everything. I kind of got, I got out of figures. I don't okay. really do figures anymore, too much. Um, I mostly I do, I do a lot of Funko Pops, nice. and uh, I collect a lot of different versions of of uh, the ships and other vehicles and stuff. Nice, that's really yeah. cool. Mine is really, really picking and choosing because one, I don't have a whole lot of space. <laughs> yeah. And, so it's like I it's it's got to speak to me. Yeah, true. It's almost overwhelming. Like I have a little section. I have a little section for Darth Vader and stuff, but that's cool. It depends. Yeah, for sure. There's so many figures out there that I've only because you know I collected figures as a kid. I never kept them, you know, on on the card or in the packaging or everything. They were they were toys to me. But well, yeah, figure, of course. Yeah, but kind of going, you know, pop shopping now and seeing how many fi- different figures there are and how many different lines there are. It's it's unbelievable. Um that's something I I can't let myself get into. Overwhelming at times. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the the last thing the Black Series introduced as well was a Wedge Antilles battle simulation helmet. 
that thing is sweet. I was just looking at that. Yeah. Uh, for me, I collect. Uh, I collect some Black Series. I also collect um, the figures, but I've gotten highly picky about it now. Really? Um, I mean, definitely I go after anything Chewbacca, anything Astromech. Um, I've been going after the the um, Black Series characters from Galaxy's Edge. Cool. I am missing the First Order um, Black Series set. Okay. Because they're supposedly sold out here in Florida, but they have them in California, and I haven't figured out how to get it from California. Um, I mean, I know that because we talk to the guys over at Sarlacc Digest pretty frequently, and they're out there in, in California. And I know – has it opened yet, or is it opening soon? Uh, supposedly it's being sold in the uh, Galaxy's Edge shop at Downtown Disney. Okay, but, gotcha. But the parks themselves open at uh, April 30th. Gotcha. Gotcha. But I, it's one of those. I'm not paying full price for it. Well, it's because still, of Magic Card. It's still yeah. only uh, California residents, I believe. Yeah. In. Yeah, it will be California residents only to let in. That makes sense. Um, I, I don't know how long it's going to go. I know uh, Avengers Campus is opening in June. I yep. think. Yep. So maybe it'll maybe it'll change June then. That's uh, awesome. Other things I've been collecting, like with the, with the Black Series. Um, I have an off-world Jawa because we uh, one of Ken's friends was one of the stunt Jawas in Mandalorian. Nice. So I have that because of her. Um, I just picked up, I saw it yesterday at, at a Walmart, a Lucasfilm 50th anniversary archive tank driver from Rogue One. Really? I have not. I don't even remember seeing that in the actual Black Series list. Yeah. Because um, I've I looked at rebelscum.com and with their photo archives, there's no listing of Tank Driver in the Black Series line. Maybe that's just one of those that squeaked through. Could be. It's pretty um, cool, though. Well, they may have had down as a different name. I don't True. know what they've done well, with it, but. Well, no, because I'm like the, uh, the red packaging. Uh, which they say is from 2015 to 2020. I mean, it lists the movie it was in, and there's underneath the character. And for Rogue One, you have Sergeant Jen Erso, Captain Cassian Andor, K2SO, Imperial Death Trooper, Director Krennic, a Scarif Stormtrooper squad leader, which I know a regular Scarif Trooper was uh, a Walmart exclusive. Um, Cherry Woot, Emwe, and Baze Malbus. Other than that, there's nothing else. Huh. There's not much more you can do. So, uh, I would have thought they could do like Saw Gerrera and some of those ones, and yeah, yeah. There's plenty of other ones they could do, and they probably will eventually if Hasbro ever decides to continue making these things but, but for me i need to i need to get some of this i need to get like three or four stormtroopers because i want to do a couple stormtroopers standing behind a tarkin because i want to get tarkin that's uh, cool i need to get another adat pilot and try and find veer so i have that i need to get another death trooper so i can get krennic mm-hmm. do that look um, that's neat so actually i'll probably get a couple more death troopers um, but now, but right now, I'm working on trying to get the the armored characters from Rogue One as they come out for another display. You know, um, before you do Krennic, though, you need to get um, the couple of Death Troopers to get a Thrawn. Yeah, I need to get Thrawn, True. Uh, Thrawn and a few more Death Troopers as well. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That, that, so I, I have some ideas, but um, I mean, I have a Lando Solo, and I've debated getting, you know, the gang from Solo, you know, Akira and, and Han and and Val. Um, it's funny the way what, the way you were just describing how you were going to set up your your figures, you know, with Krennic and a couple Death Troopers, and then Tarkin with a couple Troopers. It's making me look at my. 
just to kind of lay it out, I have a Imperial section with, you know, the guards, uh, Palpatine and like all the Sith under that. I have the Knights of Ren, you know, Kylo, Snoke, Phasma, all them. And then I have a very big section with troopers, but I actually really like that idea having, you know, Krennic in front of my death troopers, having Tarkin in front of the regular stormtroopers. So that looks sweet. I might have to do some rearranging here soon because yeah. I like that idea a lot. Well, what with the uh, with the first order set, um, it comes with a mountain trooper and Kylo Ren, but you don't see a mountain trooper at Galaxy's Edge. You two, you see two first order troopers. Well, I hmm. have one first order trooper. I just need to get a second one to go behind Ren for the park True. look. Yeah, you know, to, to tie in with the park. Um, it's like when I got uh, my resistance set, it came with, with two Porgs. Well, my my daughter one year for Christmas got eight Porg two-packs. <laughs> well, she added two more Porgs to – she added two of her Porgs from that two-pack to this. So now there's four Porgs. Um, so, I mean, I'm slowly trying to come up with the different characters – um, for that. Uh, and I'm also trying to get them in, in the three quarter inch size as well. Cause I kind of want to do a dual display between the two. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. but anything astromech, I will go after, um, see, I have a captain wolf vintage collection. Uh, I just pulled out one of my scorches, Republic commando scorch. He's on display now. Um, I have a DJ, probably least favorite character. I got two snow troopers, which I may throw behind a Vader. I don't know. I think that's a good idea, especially with the, uh, you know, the hot scene. Yeah. Cause empire is one of my favorites. And of course we see, uh, actually empire is my favorite film and we, and we see, cool. and we see, Vader with snowtroopers. So yeah, that'd be the way. There's actually a, a pop scene with Vader with with a snowtrooper as well. I have yeah. it up there actually. Oh yeah. So. So yeah. Um. But that that's what's come out from uh from Hasbro for Fan First Friday, <laughs> of course. Now, as our, we're sitting there talking about our collections. Yeah. Now, are you guys are you guys Marvel fans? Oh yeah. To be honest with you, the yes, thing. I that, okay, so I, I hate Marvel so much. I have. I also run a Marvel podcast. There you go. <clears throat> you must hate it. I absolutely despise it. <laughs> Dude, the thing that came out that day that stuck out to me the most was the um, the legend the. Uh, Legend series Doctor Strange I have Agamotto because I have you know in this little Marvel 10 years box it came with you know Spidey's web blaster the eye the sling ring the Black Panther necklace and uh, bracelet and then Tony's arc reactor Uh, but none of them do anything you know the the arc reactor glows in the dark but I saw this thing and it you know the stone comes out it moves I thought that thing was the coolest and if I didn't have this box already I would 100% be buying that who knows I'll probably yeah, still get it that would be cool I, I would I love have, that I, have I love totally Doctor Strange too he's one of my favorites okay I have totally missed that I'm on the Something Instagram like nice page little, like uh, just like it was in the movie like a nice little pedestal that goes on and this stand yeah. is one of the reasons why I want it. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently the Marvel Legends electronic helmets are up to 65% off. I saw I that. saw that. I saw like the War Machine and the Ant-Man one was. I was debating on the Ant-Man. Really? Man, I, huh. I, I love Ant-Man. Yeah, yeah I have Ant-Man. It's like, if well, they would have had I, Iron I, Man's, I, I'd have it. I, I guess apparently it was only for one day, one day only. Yeah, it, it was, was probably the, their deal of the day. Yeah, uh, apparently you could have gotten at GameStop War Machine helmet for forty nine ninety nine and Ant Man for thirty five or thirty four ninety nine. That's actually mm. their deal of the day. Is how I got my uh, Shadow Trooper helmet. I think I got it for forty bucks. Um, went and picked it up, and then just a couple weeks ago, I saw the the Palpatine Elite lightsaber on sale. It was one hundred seventeen bucks. They delivered it to me that day, so I was 
Yeah, I love their deals of the day. There, there is one figure that I know they used to have uh, that I am missing from my Black Series, and that's Triple uh, Zero. Okay, which is the uh, Black Protocol droid from uh, Doctor Afra. Yeah, that'd be cool. So I, I love the Act First series. I wish in the vintage collection they would do BT and and trips there as well. Uh, but right now the That'd only way cool. you, the only way you could get it is if you could find uh, I think it's the 2018 um, exclusive for the uh, from San Diego Comic Con. The exclusives are sometimes they're the hardest to get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, new wave of Star Wars High Republic stories have been revealed. So, yeah, it's interesting are coming. Um, the High Republic number six, I guess, is going to be triggering the new wave, the next wave. Well, it starts the new con- new arc in, in the June. comics. Yeah, in June, uh, Hidden Danger Part One will be inside uh, Star Wars Insider Two Hundred Three. Uh, the Rising Storm coming out by. Del Rey, uh, written by Kevin Scott in June 29th. Uh, this will follow the events of Light of the Jedi. Uh, in wake of the great hyperspace disaster and heroism of the Jedi, the Republic continues to grow, bringing more worlds together under a single unified banner. Hmm. Um, race to Crash Point Tower from Daniel Jose Older. Uh, he's, he's an awesome author. Yeah. And he, I believe he's also writing the uh, IDW books as well, hmm. which IDW, um, High Republic Adventures number six comes out, I guess, a new story arc, author Daniel Jose Older. <laughs> so, uh, right, alternate covers by Harvey Talabo and uh, Elias Kransas is doing the regular issue cover. Uh, Justina Ireland is doing the Out of the Shadows um, young adult novel. And uh, that comes out in July. And then Tempest Runner from Kevin Scott comes out in August. This is the one that I said it's an audio novel. Yes. And it's I can. To Dooku. If it's similar to Dooku, it'll be great. I love the Dooku book. I, yeah, I love it. Sorry, go ahead. Now we we had Sarah on here, right? From uh, the Afro book, or did we have the producer? No, we had the producer. Okay, now now I'm gonna go look. I know I had Sarah on, but I don't remember what show she was on. Sarah was on. Had to have been. Uh, I think she. I think she was on Mighty Marvel Geeks. Because we had Tom Holler on here, who was, you know, don't tell me I'm behind on that, too. So you guys really like getting, like, authors and, and guests like that on, right? Yes. That's cool. Uh, Sarah, we had on Mighty Marvel Geeks because we had uh, Nick Mortarelli, who was the producer of the audiobook. Okay. Gotcha. That's super cool. So... And they recorded all of that from home studios because really? of the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the only one I've listened to, I listened to the, the Dooku Jedi Lost one. And I remember starting that in a, I, I was on a road trip back from Philly. So it's only like four, four and a half hours. And the book is only like six hours long, I think. And I remember just picturing it like a movie in my head. Like they had a full cast. It, it was, it was yep. incredible. Now, uh, with Tempest Run, Runner, as one of Marshawn Rowe's most trusted allies, well, as far as Marshawn trusts anyone, Lorna D. has carved out a place for herself as a leader among the Nihil. But it's alone, It's lonely at the top, and a Tempest Runner like Lorna is always watching her back for threats, whether those threats are from the Jedi or fellow Nihil. So get a perspective from, uh, from the Nihil side. Be kind of cool. That's super interesting. Uh, and then we're getting a manga. Yeah, it's another first for the High Republic line. Yeah. Audio book, audio mm. one, and now a manga. Uh, publisher is uh, Viz Publishing. Uh, author is Justina Ireland and Shimi Shinya. 
Uh, this comes out in September. Um, so this would be pretty cool. And then uh, Disney Lucasfilm Press uh, is releasing an 8 by 8 storybook called Showdown at the Fair. Um, uh, the Republic Fair has come to the planet Valo and everyone is celebrating until the dreaded Nihil launched a surprise attack and Buryaga, the Wookiee, and other Jedi of the High Republic must save the day. So, what what do you guys think of these books? See, I, I know we were talking off air. Um, you know, Alec and I haven't gotten around to the High Republic era, but I I can't wait to. I can't wait to start it because, like I mentioned, I'm, I'm going through uh, Master and Apprentice right now, uh, finishing that up, then moving into the uh, Quinlan Voss Asajj Ventress book. And then after that, I was really planning on going back and doing the High Republic because I'd really like to go down the timeline. And it seems like High Republic Air is going to be a very big um very big route that star, that Star Wars and Lucasfilm is going. So I'm sure it's only a matter of time before series and possibly movies come in that involve elements of those. So I'm excited to go back and, and read those for sure. And all these titles have me have me pretty hype. Not gonna lie. Do you guys like exclusively uh, just read physical copies, or are there anything that you guys have done uh, through like audiobook or anything like that, or Audible or anything like that? Um, I do everything. Audio. <laughs> right now, everything audio for me. Physical I mean, physical copies. I do audio. I have. I've gotten some physical copies from publishers, uh, but we we also get a lot of the audio books as well. Now, how do you so, how do you get get them from authors? Like, do you have like good relationships with them or something? Um, it's just reached out to the different publishers to try and get on their media lists. Really? Yeah. That's really cool. It, it, it's. As we pull back the curtain here, uh, it's it's just one of those. Um, it's doing the the grunt work to, you know, it's taken a while to, to get on the some of these press lists. Uh, but yeah. like the the press list I'm on for uh, Disney Press, they are sending me anywhere between one to three books a week. Really? <laughs> I'm like um, now. Being on a press list, does that pretty much mean they send you the books, you read it, and you kind of review it? Yeah, and I am so far behind. I'm getting reviews <laughs> done. No, that that sounds really cool. We might have to have to get into that because um, the first Star Wars book I read was it was a young adult one that just kind of stuck out. It was the the story about Ray, Poe, and Finn, um, what they were all doing leading up to Force Awakens, and and I enjoyed it. But then I read the from a certain point of view book from A New Hope, and I absolutely loved the book and that's what kind of um started that fire under me to read the book so i i've read since then ahsoka and then master and apprentice um and then a few chapters of the new certain point of view book um so definitely have to finish that but man the, these books just enhance this this galaxy like like yeah. people wouldn't believe you ain't lying i i'm really digging the um um, High Republic stuff. Yeah, it, it, it's absolutely phenomenal. Um, really? I, I really dig it. I, I really like the the direction it's going. Um, to me, at the moment, I think the weakest of the books, and I hate saying it because I I, I love Charles Soule as an author, is Into the Light. Um, but then again, that's. If, the only one I've read so far, and I'm not. I wasn't thrilled with it. It's doing a lot of setting up. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I kind of understand that, but um, mm. for me, it's it's just no. I, I'd well, rather. Some of my recent books have been the Alphabet Squadron series. Yeah. Really. I loved. I really loved the old Rogue Squadron series from back in the '90s and early 2000s. Yeah, and this very much feels similar. That's really cool. I at some point I'd like to read the Aftermath uh, series. I've heard a lot of good things about that. There's it gets by the time it's it okay. the end, really great story. 
some parts of it are hard to get to the end to that really great story. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's yeah. a lot. That's the case a lot of times. Um, it's hard to have a you know incredibly perfect, uh, not perfect, but I, I feel like that's the case with a lot of books. Um, but yeah, I've I've heard some some good things, but. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to get to that. It's just it's kind of overwhelming thinking of you know all the all the different stories you have to read. Yeah. Well, the problem. Yeah, I think, it is. Windig had when he did this aftermath was I think his hands were really really tied. There was probably a whole lot of stuff that he wanted to put in there that they kept saying nope, can't say that nope because nothing had come out yet. That was yeah. before Force Awakens even came out. True. Yeah. Uh, like I said, you know, there was a lot of buildup, but um, Justina's first book was that Temple Trials at the, of the Temple was was good. Uh, Into the Dark was great. I love that yeah. with Claudia. Um, just totally different spin. Um, that one queued up on my art on my art next. It's funny. Some people you can tell who's read that book who hasn't sometimes because yeah. the people that are making fun of um, a giant rock being a character in Star Wars, you can tell have never actually read that book yet. <laughs> yeah. I could, yeah, I see. I, I have no feelings towards towards Geode yet. You know, I've seen so much hate for him. But on the other side, I've also seen a lot of people that have nothing but great things to say. So I think, uh, Ken, you're, you're absolutely right. You can really tell who's read it and who, who hasn't personally, I'm not gonna, you know, judge it until I read it. It is a bit strange though. Right. <laughs> he is, yeah. Uh, yeah. He is basically a rock and you don't get any personality or anything out of him. It's just the way that they, she weaves him into the story. It's awesome. <laughs> but nice. because of that, he has you know, a lot of personality for a rock. Yeah. And I think with a rock, man, you can throw him in any story in Star Wars that you want that has a big rock in the back. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's a navigator on the ship. Yeah. He's the navigator on the vessel. That's the name of their ship. Huh. The vessel. That's like naming a boat boat. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> Body McBoat face. Exactly. So, um... Other than that, I don't have any other stories. A- anything else? Anyone? Ha- Actually, you know, well, I, I go ahead, Ken. What did you think of the rumor that did, has it been shot down yet? Totally, the rumor not for yet. tours about what? You've not heard of that one? There was you one. Didn't hear it? Get which one it is. I know. I'm surprised you didn't hear about this. The, the one website. What was it? Vulture Report or something, and a bunch of people grabbed it all at once. I don't remember. Then, uh, a surprise for May the 4th is possibly supposed to be detours showing up on Disney+. Plus. I did see that. I saw that, too. Uh, now, I need a record that's saying this, but that's happened before. Only one website would get something. Everybody covers that, and then all of a sudden you find out it's true. I had never heard of it before the other day. You don't know detours? No, I had. Ne- for, I don't know how it slipped, but they this whole George Lucas animated series. I, I was reading the article. I was like, "Holy crap! Like, what? I how have I not heard of this?" Yeah, and it is, and it is legit made by the guys who did Robot Chicken. So that's, that's the type dope. of yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just by the couple and pictures I saw, it have, has that vibe. We had who did the we have on the um the yeah. Korean- we had we had Todd Todd Grimes and uh, Jennifer and oh by the way as we're recording it is Todd's birthday ah hey, well, happy birthday hey, Todd happy birthday maybe for your birthday you'll get detours finally released I'm looking on a couple sites to see if um see if it is still on there on anywhere um, I'm not aware of this but. I'm going direct to the man himself. Ah, okay. Assuming they would tell him. (laughs) Uh, Also, I think we've got all all but confirmed that um, Droids is supposed to be released by the end of summer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're talking about the series? 
Yes. The cartoons, yep. the original right. cartoon series. It wow. was made. Yeah, they originally when the, you've seen the Ewoks cartoons are on there now, mm-hmm. right? And Droids was originally a um, one-hour package show. Of, there was a Star Wars Action Hour or something like that back in the eighties. Wow. They had a half hour of and a half hour of Ewoks. Droids only made it one season. Gotcha. I'm excited to watch that. We're we're working. We just watched the first half of the original Clone Wars because uh, I had never watched that one growing up. Mm. Um, and then, you know, there wasn't really a way to watch it until now. So we watched that first, uh, that first half, it was like an hour and nine minutes long. It was, it was super interesting. That was actually my first that introduction to Star really Wars cool was seeing show. that. Cause I was seven when it came out. Oh, wow. Um, so it was on Cartoon Network, uh, and my, you know, my, my parents and stuff weren't ever into Star Wars, so I never really got to watch it. And that was the first thing I watched. So it was really awesome going back and actually taking it in as an adult and understanding what's happening. Um, It was super dope. See, that actually proves a point that I've heard multiple places and stuff that uh, no matter if you like something of Star Wars or you don't like something of Star Wars, everything that Star Wars puts out is someone's first Star Wars experience. Yeah. 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 You will find people that truly love this because this was the first thing that uh, they ever saw that was Star Wars. And that's why I can't stand every, you know, for some reason it was a big topic on Twitter and um, pretty much mainly Twitter today. And I've been trying to stay off social media, but, you know, people once again calling out everybody for being, you know, quote, not fans. If they join that, yeah, like if they just became a fan because their first introduction was the sequel trilogy or Mandalorian, you have people that have been around since Legends and they're saying, if you don't know who Revan is, you're not a real Star Wars fan. And it's just ridiculous because garbage. Yeah. If you like any Star Wars, you're a Star Wars fan. There are Star Wars fans, diehard fans that have been fans for 40 years that don't like anything other than the original trilogy. Exactly. Star Wars. Yeah. Your Star Wars, whatever is your Star Wars. Yeah. Forget everybody else. We've we've all all been fans pretty much from the beginning. Well, Ken's a little younger than than Mike and I, but, um, (laughs) you know, I I was a little kid when Star Wars first came out. Aha. So I've been a fan since the beginning, but, but. That doesn't mean that the you know people who just got into Star Wars oh you're not a true fan that that's the dumbest thing I ever heard yeah it's just thing as a true Star Wars fan you're either a fan or you're not it doesn't matter when when you you know when you started getting into Star Wars or at what point Star Wars you like Star Wars that's it preach that's all I have to <laughs> love that. About that love it love it mic drop on him um. While we have some time, I'm going to give you guys a chance to turn the tables on us and ask us a question. Yeah, definitely. So um, pretty much the same thing that you guys were asking us. Like, how did, how did, Wookie, how did Wookie Radio start? I don't remember. I'm too old. <laughs> My brain is. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> I know that. Derek, Derek and I do another show uh, called We Be Geeks, and we okay. had – we had Ken um, and his other show, Geek Watch One, on, and with that, you know, they had been on a couple times. Ken had come on by himself a couple times. Uh, we had another co-host with us on Weeby Geeks hmm. that helped us start Lucky Radio, and well, I always forget that. <laughs> actually, we had two other co-hosts. Hmm. Uh, one left, which she she had good reason and I will never fault her for leaving um, because of the personal nature uh, of the reasoning behind it. Uh, I will, I will never fault her for that, but the whole, um, it, it just, the other guy left it ended up being the three of us. Mm-hmm. And uh, we originally were doing every other week and then uh, we got invited to add this show to um, a Disney internet radio station called Sorcerer Radio. Nice. Um, so we were recording two episodes in one night, uh, one with news and one that was I forgot um, about that too. The <laughs> one that was just generic topic or unless we had a guest. Um, and sometimes we, we start a recording session at what, 930 in the morning and get done at, or one thirty at or 930 at night and get done at what, one, two o'clock in the morning. 
after wow. the two shows. Wow. So I, I have to be at work at 7 a.m. every day. So well, we have very few of the really mm, late ones. Yeah. Well, we were, well, we were recording those on Fridays at the time. We were doing Fridays like, at right, cause we just we we be geeks and Wookie Radio. I forgot about that too. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So that, then we we swapped because of uh, some commitments Ken needed, and I mean, there's there's still times where if we can only get a guest on a Friday for this show, or we can only get a guest on a Wednesday for We Be Geeks, it's just if we're able to pull it off, we swap record nights. Yeah. Um, because the only factor is Ken in this whole in the whole mix. Yeah, I'm the only one that has to change stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do too in many ways because it's like, wait, what show are we recording tonight? <laughs> it's funny. Wednesday, but it's We Be Geeks. That's super cool. That's kind of like us with our our reactions uh, when you're talking about those late shows because, you know, these Disney Plus series, they come out at 3 3 a.m. my time, 12 a.m. Alex time. So, you know, we we have to watch them right away, get them edited right away. So sometimes what – and me and Alec have been going back and forth on editing those. So when it comes to those those Thursday nights, there's a lot of times where I don't get any sleep before having to go to work because I I have to be at work at 9 – um, which isn't bad, but being up from three and then having to work the next day and not getting any sleep, it gets a little rough sometimes. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, well, but it is fun. Well, there there have been there have been times um, because of my my job at work, um, I'm becoming into a, a night of recording where I may have had two days prior to where I was working till early morning and then yeah. and then get a normal shift before before working. <laughs> or before recording and there's been plenty of times we were recording at like nine thirty and he would walk in the door at nine fifteen. Yeah. yeah. Or or there'd be times I'd be so so exhausted I'd be falling asleep on the show. <laughs> Which is not a bad thing until, mm-hmm. starts- until I start snoring, yeah. Uh, there you go. Official word from Todd Grimes. Again, happy birthday, Todd. Uh, I asked, Detour's coming to Disney Plus? Because I'm afraid that's just a rumor. Oh, that's the official word. That doesn't mean it's true. That is the current word. That's what I said. That's the official word. That doesn't mean it's true. We've seen that. We've seen these things. Mm. I agree. Yeah. But it's. There actually hasn't been any official word yet. So. But yeah. But that's what the one that always gets me is there's a. Disney's not jumping on this saying no, either. They're not no. saying anything at all. It's right in silence. So we will find out in, what, three weeks? <laughs> yeah, we will. Yep. Oh, yeah. and I, I will say, in a, in a final thought, I got my first dose of uh, Pfizer yesterday. My nice. uh, my appointment for my second is May 4th. <laughs> yeah. All I got to say is there better be some doggone midichlorians in there because I want some force abilities. And then, uh, uh, don't hold your breath. Better get a lightsaber band aid to top it off. Don't ruin my fun. I have, I think I have, I've had mine for three months now and I still got nothing. (laughs) I, I have a Star Wars band aid I may have to take it and say, I brought my own band aid for you because it's May 4th. There you go. Let's see if they'll put a Star Wars band aid. Um, where can people find you guys online? Yeah, so we actually lucked out in that Carbonite Combos is under the character limit, and it was not taken, which was great. So um, you guys can find us anywhere on any podcast platform, any social media platform, at Carbonite Combos and on YouTube. And then Alec and I, we each um, – you know, kind of branch away to talk about our collections. Um, we reconvene at Carbonite Collecting on YouTube. But other than that, you can find me at Funko Stud on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And, you know, again, that's where I just dive into my collections. And if you really want to know what kind of collector I am, that's that's definitely where you'll find out. And then, Alec, if you want to yeah, stay where the peeps can find same you. Thing, man. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, I'm a huge Spider-Man guy, so I'm at Wallcrawler Pops. Uh, same thing. If you want to check out our collections, give us a give us a shout there. 
and we we really appreciate you guys having us on this was this was super fun we always love just getting to meet new star wars fans just hop on other shows um so again we we really appreciate you guys having us and we'll, oh, we'll definitely have to get you guys on soon too yeah uh, i'll Damn. tell you i'll tell you another show y'all need to check out and, and try and get with y'all is uh was it hollow chronicles okay yeah. i've heard of them they are a big collector's uh, podcast really? as well. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to reach out. I've seen. I, yeah, I know we follow each other on Twitter. So, Sorry, what was great. that, Derek? Uh, I said uh, they're pretty good guys too. So that's yeah. Cool. Nice. For the most part, everybody is like it, we've had nothing but we've fun hopping on shows. Yeah. Well, I've I've been on the soapbox so many times. It's not even funny that um, if you look. The negativity you see on Twitter, like all the people that were saying that stuff, if you actually look yeah. at the people actually doing it, there is a very, very small but very, very loud amount of people on there. Because you're exactly right. Good time and hanging out and um, just enjoying what we're enjoying. Usually, you aren't saying anything. Yep. So yep. that's that's why I keep getting up and say, hey, no. If you enjoy something, if you're having a good time, tell it, scream it from the rafters, because we have to be louder than the people that are hating it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and unfortunately, Twitter gives everybody a voice. So, well, there's um, a lot more of us than there are of them. It's true. just the rest of us moving and actually saying something. Yeah, you're exactly right, man. Well, thank you guys for joining us. It was, of course, it was an absolute blast. Uh, Ken, Derek, any final thoughts? Uh, just what I, I just want to reiterate what I said before. It doesn't matter when you be became a Star Wars fan. It doesn't matter how you became a Star Wars fan. It doesn't matter what era you prefer. All that matters is that you like Star Wars. That's all you need to be a Star Wars yep. fan. Period. Amen. Retweet. Retweet. Heck yeah. Thanks again, guys. This was awesome. Uh, it's our pleasure. And, and to, to meet you guys. And to back up what Derek said. But it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. 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 Give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jinx, I can hold it. Pull up. No, I'm all right. information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2! Welcome, young Skywalker. I have been expecting you.